With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's UConn football alumni spotlight time. As we wrap up UConn football game day live from Pratt and Whitney Stadium in East Hartford. On 97.9 WUCS and WABZ AM 1300. Florida Farms Doghouse. We've got the network pregame coming up at the top of the hour. We will feature, let's see, who are our player interviews this week? Wayne talked to Price Yates. Adam will talk to the starting quarterback today, Taquan Roberson. I have A.J. Ricketts, the radio voice of FIU, coming on in the pregame. And, of course, Mike will talk to Jim Moore just before kickoff. Time now for the alumni spotlight. Andy Baylock hooks us up with the folks that will be honored. And today, 50th anniversary of the 1973 Yankee Conference champion Huskies. Eric Tarkelson was on that team, and he was probably the first name that I remember from that team. But a few years ago, during the pandemic, we did Husky Moments, and we also did uh, features on all the All-Americans, and one of them happens to be center Rich Foy, who was anchored a terrific offensive line back in 1973. They had a new coach, and um, they went, what, like 8-2, and two, something like that, eight, and won eight, the Yankee Conference? 8-2-1. and one. Rich, it's good to see you. Now, you're a Connecticut guy, correct? I'm a Connecticut guy. I'm a UConn guy. Uh, uh, UConn guy, uh, well, yeah, born in, born there and uh, have and have stayed there. New London, in New London, yes, yes. You had a long career as a principal and a um, uh, superintendent. And did some superintendency at the end. Okay, uh, did a lot of principal and uh, history teacher coach uh, out of college. All right, it's been a long time. What do you remember? I mean, obviously, wow. as you as you get older, obviously the game memories go away, but the friendships they last forever. But does anything stand out from that season? Uh, a couple things. I think the the uh, 50th anniversary. First, you remember the guys that have passed on. Sure, and that's for it. And uh, second thing, you remember the uh, the season. And we had a couple big ones. We beat Yale, and we weren't beating Yale much. Just back the third then. time. And that was. Uh, let's just say that was a lot of fun. <laughs> for I think for the entire campus. Yep, um, I agree. Uh, and. Uh, and we beat Rutgers, probably our best win. They came in. If you might recall, the Sports Illustrated used to have, uh, in the different regions, they would pick the top three teams every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rutgers was in there. And they were coming into stores. And they had J.J. Jennings, the second-leading rusher, Division One in the country. So the offensive line uh, was very adamant in that we wanted Torgelson to have a better day than J.J. Jennings. The defense helped out. And held Jennings and and Torque won the duel as far as offensive line was concerned, and we beat uh, uh, Rutgers that day. And needless to say, they were not in the Sports Illustrated top three in the East. I mean, there were there was Penn State, Rutgers, and and somebody else. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, one, that was one of our best wins. We were eight two and one. We won the Yankee Conference. Uh, had a great group of fellows who went on to be. Uh, very successful offensive line. Uh, Dr. Bundy, uh, uh, for one, uh, Fred Spork is was in the uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Um, to talk, of course, uh, at uh, um, 
at Green Bay, right? And other Billy Maver has the as a coach has the longest winning streak in Massachusetts. He was a guard. Um, Jim Bailey, I think, who's coming today. I think he had a trucking company at least ten years ago. He had a trucking company, but they've all done very, very well. Steve Shanker is a city manager, has been city manager in uh, Ames, Iowa, for I think over twenty years. They've been very successful people. That's just the and that's just the offensive line. Uh, I think uh, very proud of those kinds of things uh, um, and that they've done over the years. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your relationship with Coach Baylock and what he means to you. Coach is a unique person. Uh, how many people have said that? <laughs> he said, a I'll lot. tell you one thing I remember. Right? He did a study skills for the freshman. That was mandatory, and he had to go. And one of the things he said, and I never forgot, he says, you've got to remember names. He says you have to, and you have to work on it, and you have to write them down, and you might want to put them on index cards. And as you know, he's maybe the best person in the world, or up in the top ten percent of people that can remember names. Mm-hmm. And he did it because he worked on it, and he told us what to do. And over the course of my career, I would, especially if you're going for an interview. And you, you, yep. you had to remember, and you tried to remember people from a different school. You said, you, you got to study it, and you got to be able to talk to people and recognize people. And I did that many, many times, and I thought of Coach Baylock every time uh, I did that. And his ability, to, beyond that, his ability to stay in touch with so many uh, football players and I'm sure baseball players and, and UConn in general, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, he's such a special person. Um, I'm glad we could honor him two two weeks ago. They yep. honored him to put together that fine uh, uh, giant tailgate with 300 players back. It was a wonderful uh, it was a wonderful moment because, as you said at the beginning, the relationships that you uh, build and have as a football player uh, are just so important and never go away. Um, we'll we'll tell the old stories again today and. Uh, and, and we'll feel good about the relationship and the great year of football that we had back in 1973. Rich Foy was an All-American center on that Husky team is with us. Um, we were talking about this, and I mentioned this in the article that I did a few years ago. Not only was your dad a principal at New London High School, but also a decorated World War II vet, a pilot. And we were, you were telling me a little bit about the story before we went on the air. Why don't you share that with the folks? Well, when I retired, I decided to write up my father's uh, story. He was a Hellcat pilot, uh, flew uh, F-6F. Uh, actually, they probably built the engine over, right over here in, in East Hartford. It was a R-2800, 2,000-horsepower engine, and Hellcat was the premier carrier fighter, fighter plane during World War II. So he was, his plane got shot up uh, over Clark Field. And he made it back to a place called Los Banos. had to bail out. As he bailed out, he hit the ground, rolled his sixth and seventh vertebrae up on one another. Couldn't hold his head up. Uh, three young men and the President Quinone's own guerrillas, guerrilla group, got a hold of him, hit him, and kept him from the Japanese uh, for 100 days or so until they, uh, uh, the, the Americans came to to recapture Manila, and the 11th Airborne was uh, did a parachute drop at a place called Tegete Ridge uh, by Lake Tal, and they discovered my father and another pilot. They were signaling with a mirror, just like in the movies. Mm-hmm. And these C-47s, DC-3s came 
scooping down about 30 feet off the off the lake and saw the two pilots and then P-47s came and they got them out of there and they saved them. And in between there was a huge amount of bravery among the Filipino people. Uh, they went into a village and said, you know, where's Foy? Where are the gorillas? They wouldn't say a word. Killed 14 people. Uh, massacred 14 people. So uh, the bravery that was shown not only by, of course, the Navy pilots, but by the Filipino people uh, during World War II was just incredible. So I, I wrote, took about eight years, wrote the story, and I put together uh, with the Community Foundation of Eastern Connecticut a scholarship. So we give to organizations that give money to students in the Philippines in the areas uh, that saved my dad. Wow. Sounds like like what if you watch the movie Midway, and when they first bombed Tokyo, and they had to land in China, and all the all the Chinese that were killed by the Japanese just so the American pilots could be saved. That's it's, it. Sounds kind of like kind of like that. They put themselves at risk. Yeah. If you helped the doctor that helped him, he had a shrapnel in his leg, uh, and they had to clean it out. Mm-hmm. And besides the broken neck, they had to they clean it out. They got that doctor tortured and killed them. Families that helped them tortured and killed them. Uh, I've met, uh, I've met a lady, she was a teenager that met him right after he bailed out. And, uh, she told me the story of meeting him in a hut, uh, in 1944, October, 1944. And she did first aid for this guerrilla group. Wow. Corporal Tidone. And, uh, I've met her and talked to her and we're, uh, face, we're, uh, uh, Facebook friends, um, but lots of brave people, and it's been a, 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 life, a life-changing experience for me. And we went, I went there with my wife. What aircraft carrier, if I may ask? He was on the Enterprise. Okay. The most decorated uh, ship in the U.S. Navy. Yep. The Big E. Um, they were proud to be there in Fighter Squadron 20, uh, part of Air Group 20. Um, and he flew that, uh, uh, the Hellcat with that engine that came right out of East Hartford. Right, nice. in this, right, right, right down the road nice. there building them. All right, Rich, we're going to let you go here. We appreciate your time. Thank you for stopping by. Enjoy well, thank the camaraderie you. with your guys today and appreciate a few minutes with go us. Go Huskies, huh? Yes. Many thanks to uh, Andy Balock for setting up all these wonderful alumni interviews. And, of course, you'll hear one next week as well. That'll do it for UConn Game Day presented by the Hard Auto Group. But don't go anywhere. We've got the network pregame show, the Hard Auto Group countdown to kickoff. Coming up, it's UConn and FIU. Thanks to David Benedict. Thanks to... Stephen Hartzell, he'll join us next week as well. And thanks to Ben Darnell for his tailgate tour. We'll do that as well. I'm Bob Joyce. Stay tuned. Network pregame next here on 97.9 ESPN Hartford. You've been listening to UConn Football Game Day, presented by the Hart Auto Group. Shop Hart Auto Group. We treat you like family and only a heartbeat away. HartCars.com. Stay tuned. The UConn Sports Network countdown to kickoff is next on 97.9 WUCS, WABZ 1300, and online via the Varsity Network app. Go Huskies! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.